listening to Broadway Geek, a new Broadway discussion podcast. Each episode, we'll discuss a different Broadway show, new songs or cast album releases, and everything that's new in Broadway. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to Broadway Geek. This is the second part of our In the Heights movie episode. That's confusing. Why? <laughs> movie episode. Well, I wanted to specify that we're talking about the movie. Right. But if you haven't listened to the first part of the episode or watched the movie, then you should do one of those things because you're going to be pretty confused. Yeah. Especially watch the movie. Yes, because there are... Well... I mean, you could listen to the... I mean, like, I don't know why you would be listening yeah, if you hadn't watched weird. the movie. I don't like music, but I like plots. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes. So if you, do, if you don't want to hear any music at all, but you want to hear the synopsis, like, come on in. It's like watching the, the Les Mis, like, miniseries without the singing. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, so if you've done either of those things, then Welcome. I just wanted to preface this episode and say that we did not record them back to back at the same time at all. Like when we recorded the last episode, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was the day after it came out. And so if we try to reference something or be like, what did we say? It's not that our memory is that poor. It's that it was literally two weeks ago. Yes. And I don't know what other podcasts do, like when they do part two-part episodes if they record them at the same time or if they sometimes actually sometimes they do sometimes they come back but i we knew we were going to do this one in two parts because we have a lot to say mm-hmm. i just two notes i two things i did remember from the last episode we couldn't remember nina's mom's name it's camilla okay <clears throat> i never knew that i just remember it from the like the liner notes where it says like the song title, and then, like, Camilla. Uh-huh. And just another random note that I saw that I was like, ooh, I want to mention that. It's like, only... It's just one of those things where it doesn't matter to anybody except for, like, me and you. And maybe the one other person who is weirdly like us. But the little girl who plays little Nina also plays little Gamora in Endgame. Interesting. Yes. Actually, I think a lot of people will... Okay, not a lot. <laughs> Maybe more than three people will care about that. Okay, so where we left off on the last episode was about an hour in. I think it was like 58 minutes and 59 seconds or mm-hmm. something like that. And the last thing we talked about was Usnavi going to talk to Sonny's dad. Mm-hmm. And that's when he finds out that Sonny is an undocumented immigrant. Mm-hmm. However, when <laughs> when I was watching, so I didn't actually watch the movie through, like all the way through twice. I literally watched to the end of When You're Home and I stopped it. And I was like, oh, I think the next scene is this. But it wasn't. Oh, no. But I don't, I don't really think anybody will notice. It's the, so the very next scene after When You're Home is when Benny walks into... Nina's dad's office and he's talking to Mr. Hades. Mr. Hades 
and clearly they're doing some sort of business exchange mm-hmm. and Nina's dad like ushers and ushers him out young man and um I just noted that he's bringing him his second coffee five sugars I think because he has uh-huh. like a coffee in his hand and the scene with Sonny's dad is directly after that so I was close you didn't question it I didn't question it because it didn't it doesn't really affect anything no it, I mean I just flip-flopped the scenes okay so after that after the Sonny and Sonny's dad and Usnavi scene mm-hmm. the next scene is Sonny visiting or not Sonny sorry Usnavi going back to visit his attorney and he goes in and he wants I think he wants to go in to try to get the deposit back on the I almost said on the island on the tiki bar is what we called it yeah I guess the land Mm -hmm. and I guess he changed his mind I mean it's not super clear but I guess he changed his mind because Sonny can't go with him yeah so but he goes in to try to get the deposit back and the attorney right away is like guess what the check went through it's yours and he's like oh Oh. goody (laughs) (laughs) the one thing about that scene that I could not look away from was how he had Christmas lights around the top of his of his um, ceiling like he was um, like some Generation Z TikTok influencer girl. Who? The attorney? The attorney. Oh, yeah. I, did, I didn't notice that at <laughs> all. <laughs> okay, so the next, um, so we actually don't get a song for like a bit. There's actually a lot of kind of like cut scenes here. So the next scene after that is um what would be in the musical would be Nina's dinner and mm-hmm. there's show a lot of shots of the food that Abuela has made and um Usnavi's in the kitchen with Nina and then Abuela comes in and she says to Usnavi she says oh you wore your poppy's hat and he's got on like this newsboy hat or whatever and I thought maybe I'm like totally overthinking this but I thought maybe it was an homage to like the original Usnavi costume I think it was because he's wearing like a maroon polo not the not the button all the way button down like Usnavi like Lin-Manuel Usnavi but he's wearing like a maroon polo with the newsboy cap yeah and I, I I thought that as well. Yeah. I also I also thought that it was interesting, and our grandfather would have been so offended by the fact that he put on a hat to eat dinner. Yes, that is not proper etiquette no. whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I also noticed I didn't realize till the end of the movie that he's also wearing the hat in all the beach scenes when he's talking on the beach to the kids. He's wearing that hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that until literally the very You know when I noticed that? Right now. Just now. You said it. You're this, this many. Today. To, today I was today years old. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like I just overthought this whole thing like a lot because then I was like, okay, it says like you wore your poppy's hat. And then I'm like, okay, Lin-Manuel Miranda is there consulting on the movie. Like, he's on set. Uh-huh. And then we talked about in our 96,000 episode. I, the same thought went through my head okay, a second ago. Okay, okay. Yeah. In the 96,000 episode, we talk about how when Lin-Manuel Miranda first saw Anthony Ramos playing Usnavi, he said 
it was like watching your child put on your old roller skates or something yeah. and like skating for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if that is all connected. like connected. Yeah. Or I just really overthought it. Well, the whole point of our podcast is overthinking and overanalyzing. So, yeah. Okay. So after, or that's like one line of dialogue that we talked about for like five minutes. Okay. So case in point, Sunny or Usnavi tells Sunny that he wants to talk to him, which that's all he says. And then everybody else shows up to Nina's dinner the salon ladies come with Vanessa, and I think in the show or the play, what did we? How did we refer to it last time? The, the, the sh- musical. musical. I'll say the show. I... It's the show. Okay. Okay. I'll See say what the we show mean about the episode. memory thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it wasn't five minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so I think in the show it's just Vanessa because yeah, she's Nina's best friend yeah. or good and friend. They're not like buddies with the salon. Yeah, ladies, I thought so. that was really random and then we see Vanessa talking to Usnavi and she tells him I have a date tonight and well first before we touch on that his response was word which I just (laughs) thought was so funny (laughs) but we talk about that I mean I think we've talked about this in every in the heights thing we've talked about is that like in the show Vanessa, like, doesn't know that Usnavi likes her until, like, the end. Yeah. So... Until that part where they tell... Her. Yeah. Yeah. There. But, yeah, this was another um, thing in this where it's, like, okay, it's obvious, like, he likes her. And they play Abuela's favorite record with the The skipping. And they eat dinner. And I don't think we mentioned before that this is... Maybe we did. But it's the original Abuela from the original Broadway cast. Right. And her name is Olga... Olga Meredith. Meredith, yeah. And she's she's not that old. No. Like, whenever... It came out, what, like 13 years ago? Mm-hmm. And I think she was at the time, like, 50 or 51. Yeah. So, like, now she's, like... 64 it, she doesn't... i mean there's makeup at least with her hair yeah yeah because her hair's like she has like dark yeah. dark brown hair or black hair i think it's easier to put makeup on and make people look old than right the way around and at some point during dinner i think nina or somebody gets a stain on kuka the like new made up character for uh-huh. the movie get it on her shirt, and then Usnavi whips out the Tide pin or whatever. Uh-huh, that, product placement. That, yeah, Vanessa gave him, but I'm like, why is this, like, why is this a continuous thing? It's, it's, it comes up again. I didn't notice until I rewatched it. I didn't know it came, I don't remember it coming <laughs> up again, but I, I mean, it is clearly Tide pins paid for. Yes, they're like, oh, stick this in there. Yeah. Make it part so of the Procter plot. Procter and Gamble owns Tide, I think. Well, okay, then... Benny comes in late and he's immediately moody and the very first thing he is is he does it bleh. the very first thing he does is confront Kevin about meeting with Mr. Hades and I thought that was like really disrespectful to Abuela. He just comes in, like pulls up a chair, sits down and that literally the first words out of his mouth are like what aren't you going to tell us about what happened in the meeting? 
Yeah. I thought that I was like that okay. one didn't, Yeah, that one he that was not a good look for him. And I also was like, is that also is that his that's not any of his, it's business, not his business at cause, all. Cause like he's he's also works next door, so it's not like, you know, there was anything Yeah, it could have been not relevant whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, well then Kevin Nina's dad shares that he sold the rest of Rosaria so that Nina can finish school at Stanford. And then Nina says, Nina explains, like, it's not just because of the money that she said there's no community for me at school. And then she tells them that she got searched. And I'm glad she explained it because I, I mean, I sort of understood, but I'm glad they went into detail about what that was. But, like, her roommate accused Nina of stealing her pearl necklace and they had like it was really embarrassing for her because they had like the ra and her parents come in and then they ended up finding the pearl necklace in the roommate's purse and i mean that's really traumatic right to me that seemed a way more legitimate way for her to not want to go back to stanford than her um her thing in in the musical or the show whatever we were calling it Uh where stanford was just basically too hard yeah. Because because She's supposed her whole, to be really yeah. smart. Yeah. Why would she go back? Yeah. <laughs> the next thing she says is, I'm not going back. And it's a very dramatic dinner. And then after, like, she and her dad get in a fight, Kevin kicks everybody out. And I'm like, this isn't this is his, his apartment. <laughs> that was exactly what I wrote. I was like, isn't this a boiler's apartment? But, it, okay. So, the next thing is they go to the club where it's the song, The Club, and they've now it's fiesta in the heights and i still after i rewatched it i think remember last time i was like is it an you event thought it was an event i thought it but was the I don't name think, of the place i don't think it's an event but i was like why would there be just a poster for a club but we don't really get an answer or find out the yeah, an answer to our query of if yeah. it's an event. I'm getting more the feeling that it's the name of the club. Yeah. Well, the name of the song is... The Club. The Club. Okay. Anyway. Then the song, is, the, the, song the Club, happens. And, I mean, if you've listened to it or seen it, like, they're at the club. Yeah. It's not 50 Cent. Yeah. Vanessa and Usnavi are there on a date. Some things that are different, though... One thing I thought was kind of weird, not weird, instead of saying not so much as a thank you for five long years, Benny says, for all these years. And I'm like, I think that they that was to, too... to age him down. Yeah, and I said, maybe that's so we don't continue to try to analyze their ages <laughs> like we <Yeah>. do. <laughs> and the club scene is a fun scene. In the show and in the movie, I think. And mm-hmm. Vanessa is dancing with all these other guys. And in the movie, Usnavi's, like, getting really drunk. He's, like, doing a lot of shots. They just, like, keep showing Vanessa dancing. And then they go to Usnavi at the bar. And he's, like, doing uh-huh. another shot. And another thing that's different is Nina's already at the club. In the movie, she walks in late, and that's when Benny says some mean things to her. Uh-huh. He says, um, what does he say? He said, oh, there here's the girl. the girl. There's the girl that costs us our jobs. Right. And 
it's pretty aggressive. She just yeah, walked in. I mean, and she had nothing to do with it. It's not her fault that her dad chose to sell the business. Right. But that doesn't happen. No. Nina's already there, and Benny even comes over and, like, takes her out to dance on the dance yeah. floor. Like, there's no argument there whatsoever. Which makes so much more sense, because yeah. Benny doesn't seem like his whole career path is being a dispatch person at a cab company. Yeah. And the new... So, instead of Benny and Nina having their conflict that's not Nina's fault whatsoever, the conflict that they have now in this scene is that Vanessa finally is like, come dance to Usnavi's like, finally, come dance with me. And Usnavi's like, oh, let me get us some shots. I'm going to go get us some shots. And Vanessa's like, no, it's okay. Just like, just dance with me. Like, that's why I'm here. And he's like, no, it's okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then like, he goes over to the bar and he like waves at her. And then that's when the blackout starts. Mm -hmm. And she, that like really upset her that he didn't just stay with her, which I was like, I, I don't know. Well, if you if you watch it, it's kind of like a slow burn because she she, you can tell she feels kind of weird at first when he's like he tells the guy it's okay to yeah. dance, which, and then it's kind of like a slow burn from that, which I feel like. Is a little bit. It makes a little more sense to the musical because Benny goes to just like this, especially and I mean I don't know that it's that much of a spoiler alert considering that I'm assuming people have watched, this but in. In the next song in the musical, like, that's when Benny and Nina kiss in the musical. Okay. But he goes from super hyper-aggressive towards yeah. her to Nina, like, and it's in, in like, real time, that's only, like, 30 minutes have passed. Yeah. So that doesn't make much make much sense in terms of, like... It's music. It's not even musical logic. That mm-hmm. doesn't work even in musical logic. Yeah, there was something else. Uh, oh, it's later on where they change kind of the time, and I'm like, that makes more sense. Yeah, and um, it, it to me it makes it makes a little more sense to make it Vanessa and Usnavi who are having the conflict, also because it like it's a much it seems a much lower stakes sort of thing because she's just kind of mad that he mm-hmm. left her alone. Yeah. So then the start of Blackout, the song, and the Blackout. And they changed some lyrics at the with Graffiti Pete and Sunny when they're setting off the fireworks. There was, like, an extended... They had, like, extended lines there. I wasn't really sure why. Because in the show... Well, I think maybe because in the show, the purpose of them setting off the fireworks... but Because they were like, people are going to rob a store. Right. We got to distract them. It's... Late and the great won't come down. Yeah. They're like, we got to distract them. But then in the movie, I didn't write down the lyrics, but they're like almost very too, they're like over explaining. They're like mansplaining what they're doing. The fireworks, they're like, we got to light up the community. Like those, like that's one of the things. It's too much expositional um, dialogue. Yeah. It's and, like when people write bad short stories and they're like, as your 15-year-old brother who likes Atari, I don't know about this. <laughs> remember when we, remember the story of your name? That Actually, that's... Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's, but they just, 
say like we're gonna light up the community because it's really dark and people are freaking out about mm-hmm. it but as soon as they set off the fireworks then people are like dancing around with sparklers and like everybody's cool they're like oh we got fireworks now it's yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> and then they walk over and see a bunch of people getting in cabs and benny's like i gotta go to the dispatch and i'm like why I don't. I didn't really understand this. So like Benny goes. I mean, like I understand it, but I don't really understand it as far as like plot device because Benny's like, I gotta go to the dispatch, and so he goes to the dispatch booth and he starts like dispatching cabs. He's like, I've got a lady going to the hospital. Can you get her there? And then Kevin comes in and he sees Benny, and then he's like, he like jumps in and helps him too. And I'm like, what's the purpose of this? Because it doesn't change his mind or anything. He still sells the business. Yeah, I think it just it it and, makes it the total opposite of right. And like there was, but also, like we said last time, there's no conflict between no. Nina's dad and Benny. So I'm like, this would make sense if there was some conflict, yeah. and this was like the scene where it's like it's smoothed over and everybody's good now. But like, it's just is just a scene. I almost feel like that was that was in a way it was it was our buddy Lynn being like I was too harsh on Kevin Rosario in like the musical so let's let's like soften him or it's maybe okay I my elbow hit my touchpad and it like went all the way to the end so also this is just a random thought that I had um last week but speaking of Kevin Rosario who is Jimmy Smith's and Jimmy Jimmy Smith's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I mean, it's just guest appearances, but he he plays Amy's dad, but Amy's brother is Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay. I just so he's like Usnavi's male parent figure, even though he's not really Usnavi's parent. I just I just thought that was weird. Not weird. Well, probably where they know each other. Yeah. Okay. So in the movie, in the show, or in the movie, the blackout is like several days. Mm-hmm. Is it that? It's not, I feel like it's just like one day. Yeah, in the show, it's like one day. Or like a few hours. Yeah. I think it's like a day. Okay, anyway, during the blackout, everybody goes back to Abuela's apartment, I guess Abuela and Usnavi's apartment, I guess because it's close by, and probably to check on her, because she's by herself. Yeah. And, but, at, like, everybody comes back, I think except for Benny, because he's at the dispatch. Right. But, they, like, start playing bingo in the dark, and, know <laughs> it here. Okay, so Vanessa and Usnavi, oh, I skipped a part, but it was, like, the fight, I mean, we, we touched on it, the fight that Benny and Nina have, they changed, that they gave those... Most of those, they changed some of the lines, but they yeah. gave the lines to um, Usnavi and Vanessa. Right. And. Like the, you don't know me. Right. Is she, but she, she says like, you didn't dance with me all night. And he's like, uh, you were dancing with literally everybody else. And she says that, she says you abandoned me. That was like her, I guess her ultimate yeah. reason. So they split up, so she doesn't go back to the apartment. But I put a note in here that I said, Vanessa finds more trash on the way home. <laughs> because, 
the first episode, you know, I said she was going uh-huh. through the dumpster. Uh-huh. But she, like, sees some caution tape or something. Or it's, uh-huh. like, some pink tape. Yeah. She takes it home with her. And then there's, like, a scene of her, like, sewing with the tape. Not really sure. I put, she goes back and sews the trash together. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so we're still in the in the blackout song, uh-huh. and it's they, called blackout. It's called blackout. <laughs> <laughs> well, they okay. So they cut out the whole part with Abuela and Usnavi, where she pulls out the ninety six thousand dollars and uh-huh. says, "Usnavi, please guard this money with your life." And they say at the same time, I've never... She she completes his <laughs> this much money in my life. Like, she knows what he's going to yeah, say. But also, she has the money. Yeah, so she's, she's already seen, seen it. it. <laughs> but they that that whole thing is cut out altogether. And instead of, like, where that point... Where that would be in the song, Usnavi is instead, like, putting her to bed. Mm-hmm. Which I wrote is a thousand times sadder. Yeah. Because... I mean, like, if you're listening, you've you've watched the movie, but, like, this is when she's about to die, and she's, like, falling asleep watching all the, like, young folk in the living room, like, laughing and playing bingo, and she's, like, falling asleep with, like, a smile on her face, right. and it's just, like, it's so sad. I don't like it. I mean, I, I, I like it. It works. It works so much better. and I. But it's so sad. And I'll, once we get through these, because this is where they make some major changes right here in terms of, like, where things are. Yeah, so this is where they plug in. Pace, oh, God. I don't speak Paciencia. Paciencia. Okay. Yes. And I know, like, on the soundtrack, it's, like, the fourth. Yeah, it's very early. It's, like, the fourth song. And I don't even remember the context in which she sings it. It's, well, you know, at the beginning of the the Broadway musical, they give all the main characters a song, a song, and that's Except her song. Benny doesn't really get. Yes, a song. he does. Benny's a Benny dish. on the dispatch. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, all the characters get a song at the beginning that they, okay. and then they go from there. Okay. Well, this is where they plug her song in, and I think it it's so much better here. Yeah. This so. Obviously, so she's falling asleep. It's obviously, or it's obvious that she's dreaming because they cut to her walking in a subway. A uh-huh. subway? And as she's singing the song, it's like she's recounting her life instead of, like, she's recounting her life as she's dying. When right. at the begin, like, in the show, she's just, like, telling about her life. But this makes more sense, and she's also on the subway, and then there's, like, people around her, like, acting it out, like... But they're all from like the thirties. Yeah, I really like it. I think I and they they've clearly made like the subway like the tunnel. Yes, to... yes, because at the end of the song, she looks back into well, the t- it's like well the subway is like the tunnel going to, yeah. to the end of your life. Yeah, it's because at the end of the song. She looks back into the subway, uh-huh. and then she looks up the stairs, and then she goes up the stairs. Right. To the light. Yes. And I wrote that this was my favorite thing that they adapted to the yeah. movie. It made so much more sense, because she see. I mean, she always seemed kind of forced into 
the show to me in some way. Yeah, and I, I actually, I wrote, I wrote, I think you really appreciate Abuela's, like, a lot more after this song and this performance. And, and then I also think in the show, a lot of in, I mean, there's only so much you can do on a stage. Right. Like, remember when I was, we were talking about Breathe, I was like, Nina's just sitting on the stoop. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in the movie, she's, like, walking down the street. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't really translate that. But, like, this, I mean, I think that's, like, the same thing. Abuela's just, like, either, I think she's standing. Right. And, like, maybe there's some things going on behind her, but, like. There are, because I remember there's, like, a beach scene or something shows up behind <gasps> yeah, her. Yeah, I do screen. remember. I remember yeah. that. But it's still, like. Yeah, she's just standing. Yeah. Um. And I wrote, if you haven't watched this part of the movie, which I don't know why you would be listening if you haven't watched it, but, like, you should watch this song. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it's on YouTube. It's, I mean, it's, a lot of it's in the preview. Yeah, it is. I think it's because it's one of, like, the most it's vis- very visual. visual. Very yeah. colorful. But it's, I also, I think one of the things that I thought about of why they put it there instead of where it comes in the music, like, they, they combine the two parts, like, her intro song and then her dying. Mm-hmm. But the part of her dying is so weird because they they literally basically have her die almost at the end of the of the actual of the show of mm-hmm. the Broadway musical. She dies almost at the end yeah, of it. Yeah. Which which is very weird because the show's on like a steady climb of like positive high um and then they they actually she actually dies at the end of Carnival they Barrio, which is a very weird transition. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Um, it's a very stra- it's very strange, and I know that a lot of that is just kind of st- changing stage sets and all that, where you kind of have to work around things like that and give actors a break. Mm. Um, that you don't have to worry about in the movie. That's true. Well, Usnavi goes to check on her, and he finds that she's not breathing or responsive and he tells Daniela who's there which good thing she's there mm-hmm. I don't know why he says tells her I guess because she's the oldest person yeah he tells her to call 911 and I said it's way sadder than him because in the show he just finds out that she died but here he's there with her right and if I said that it reminded me of when Philip dies in Hamilton right and it makes which is also way sadder when you see it. And he has experience with that being Philip. Philip, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we get it flips to which we haven't seen in a in a couple of scenes. Usnavi is back talking on the beach and at the beginning of Alabanza there's like the spoken part. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Usnavi's talking and but the way that they depicted that here is him he is talking to the kids on the right. beach and then there's the the song oh, is we, we get the mic drop moment right here too oh I know what you're talking about I'm gonna get hold on I'm gonna get that in one second okay so in Alabanza everyone's walking down the street with candles and I don't know how anybody could watch this song and not cry and also like in the theater like in the musical theater and or in the movie theater because yeah. remember when we saw it like at the end of the song there was just like th- this one like it was silent and every you could hear all the yeah <laughs> like everybody like wiping their <laughs> nose <laughs> 
And then... He's it, very good about bringing people down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... It, well, it's kind It's like... It's kind of like... Um, it's quiet uptown. Yeah. It's where it's the just that relentless... Yeah. So... Okay. So then this is what you were talking about. So then we switch back to the... Uh, Usnavi on the beach talking to the kids. And he says, okay, should we take a break? And then... I think this is the mic drop you were referring to because I said I in my notes I wrote wait what (laughs) (laughs) one of the little girls says no daddy keep going and you're like huh (laughs) excuse me (laughs) hold on because I know at the end like the whole big thing is second date yeah (laughs) like what's going on okay so then they cut to Usnavi he's sitting on the bed and then there's on-screen text it says Three days, still blackout. So the blackout's been going on for three days. Which makes more sense of why the blackout would be a big issue. Also, the on-screen text also reads that it's 106 degrees. Which, okay. I didn't have that notes and it it impacted me so much (laughs) that I was able to say it with you. (laughs) (laughs) So we've had this debate before. Like, I think just like literally one day I sent a text and I was like... I wonder how hot it is. This was before the movie or anything. Right. And I just sent a text. I was like, I wonder how hot it is in In the Heights when they're complaining about how hot it is because they're in New York and we're in Tennessee where it gets very, very Uh hot during the summer. humid. Very humid. And I was like, I bet it's like, and I even like Googled like average July temperatures for New York. I was like, I bet it's like 87 (laughs) That was my guess. So, my thoughts on this also have to do with the fact that, like, and I'm not a scientist or anything, but, you know, when there's no grass or any, because, you know, New York, there's nowhere for, like, the heat to escape. It's all concrete. Yeah. It just absorbs it. Because, like, yeah, when you you walk on, like, a greenway or on a street when it's hot, like, you know, the street is so much hotter than... Yeah. Yes. You're not a scientist? No, I'm not. (laughs) I was actually... I was actually, and this is really going to cross... I'm glad you prefaced This is going to go really well with our uh, Broadway fan base here, but I was thinking in terms of NASCAR and track temperature. (laughs) Okay. We're just going to skip right over that. Maybe I'll edit that out. (laughs) Okay. So then we switch to Usnavi and Vanessa are talking. They're, like, sitting on the steps outside somebody's apartment. And Vanessa is upset that Usnavi is leaving. Is he decide? Oh, yeah. He told everybody that he's leaving. Yeah. She's upset about it. And he's telling her... And she's... She basically says, like, you'll find somebody else like me. I'm just the girl that paints nails. Like, there's somebody like me everywhere. And then he tells her how special she is because she's an artist and he admired her work in high school. Which I was like, oop. They're the same age. Which that makes sense, because there's nothing really ever that kind of... Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, another thing to add to our, uh, like, algorithm (laughs) of how old they are. I think those were the only two that it kind of made sense that they would be the same age. And she says... Or no, sorry. He says to her, I just want to see the whole world... Or he says, seeing her notebook... He's, he's like, saying his thought, but he says, I just want to see the whole world through her eyes. He says that, but he says her eyes, not your eyes. I wrote it, and it sounded kind of weird, but... And that's important later. 
that comes back. File that away. Yes, put a pin in that. Then Write this down. You're gonna test them later. Yes. Then we have another Kevin and Benny scene. Again, Kevin in the show hates Benny. But he's kind of acting, this is kind of like a scene where he's acting kind of fatherly to him. Uh Would shippers call them Kenny? (laughs) I don't know if anybody would ship them. It's a friendship. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess, I mean, Benny doesn't have any kind of fatherly figure that we know of in the show or any parental figure. He never even mentions that. Mm -mm. And Kevin is telling him why he bought the car service and... He put why he put so much faith in, faith in Nina is because he never finished high school, and then that scene's over. Yeah. <laughs> Benny was Benny did react like he was like stunned by the fact that he yeah. didn't graduate from high school. Right, and then we see Nina. Then there's a little shot to Nina. She's opening a package, and inside are her mother's napkins that Abuela had. Um, did I talk about that? Yeah, because that was the whole point of Mr. Hades. When you brought him up in the first act, when she went to the dry cleaner. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes. Two weeks ago, but I did remember that. Right, and then, I because I, I was thinking the napkins were at the... I mean, she was getting them dry cleaned for the dinner, but in the like very first scene when Nina comes home, mm-hmm. Abuela shows them to her. Right. I was getting those scenes confused. Okay, well, she's opening up the package that's the napkins. Not sure how she got them, where they came from. We just see her opening a package. Somebody right. packaged them up as in. I feel like there's a deleted scene there. Maybe. And it I'll just... tell you why in a second. Well, that's all I have to say about that. So oh. what's what's your why? Because we don't get um, the... And I'm blanking... Why am I blanking on the name of the song? Where she talks about the volume of their hair. Oh. Um, oh. Oh, my God. What is that song? I would have known it if you hadn't yeah. said it. Everything I know. Yeah, see, I think, I feel like that, because that, that would make sense. She'd be opening that, because that's how she reacts, and that's how that song starts. So I feel like. They're looking at, like, photo albums and stuff. Yeah, I feel like there might be a deleted scene there. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have that song originally, but they might have had a scene that reflected that song. That makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't think of that. So then we switch to a scene that is not in the show. And it is Sunny and Nina at the DACA rally. They had to go to that march they mentioned in the first yes, act. Yes. Well, there's not an act. They did not forget. No. And Sunny finds out, um, I didn't know if the person who was like with the megaphone, was that like a person I was supposed to know? It seemed like it was I don't an know. actual politician or somebody. It probably was, but they were they were mildly offended by her, which is which is why I'm not sure it was. Well, no, well, so upset, maybe not offended, upset. Yeah, upset because Sonny finds out that he can't go to college without um pa- papers, right. immigration papers. And he like so he kind of exits the scene and then Nina follows him. And he says to her, "I knew I could get a, I knew I couldn't get a license, but no college." And Nina's like, "She's only talking about undocumented people." And then he kind of gives her this look, and she's like, "Oh crap, that's you." And it's it's really sad, yeah, because they just she just like puts her arm around him, and then like that's the end of the scene. It's like really sad. So didn't didn't Sunny come with Usnavi? Isn't that implied at some point that they all came together? I don't know. I mean, he does say, like, you remember 
uh, Dominican Republic, but I came here when I was in diapers. So I'm, I mean, maybe it's just, maybe it's just Sonny's dad didn't yeah. do it correctly and Usnavi's did. Maybe. Or, and you then, know, correct, you know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. Okay, so then, but then this exchange inspires Nina and she goes back to her dad and she says that she wants to go back to school to try to figure out how she can get every undocumented immigrant the opportunity to go to college. I don't know what that means. If that means she's going to be like a politician, a lawyer. A lawyer. Yeah. So either way, she's like, I probably have to go to school to do this. Yeah. I can't just like. <laughs> it's probably going to have to be Stanford. Can't do it at like. Right. So that gave her the inspiration to go back to school. The next thing I wrote is. <laughs> There is a lot of going through trash in this movie. <laughs> so then we see Usnavi taking out the small trash can that's next to his register. He takes a trash can. It's about like one of those like 10 or 5 gallon yeah. trash cans. Just a little tiny one. He takes it all the way out to the dumpster. Yeah, it's like the under sink trash can. I'm like, was that necessary to like t- make that trip? But anyway, he's throwing out the trash, and then that's when he finds Vanessa's rental application, which also means he hasn't taken out the trash in several days. Well, apparently I mean, nobody it's been uses that little... Because of the blackout. Yeah, the blackout. Maybe that's why he's throwing it away. Maybe it's had something smelly in it. Maybe. Well, he sees Vanessa's rental application that she threw away when she got Which, based on declined. my theory, is a smelly application now. Right. It has some stains yeah. and stuff. And he calls, so Usnavi pulls it out and he calls and finds out the apartment's still available. And then we see him asking Daniela if she will co-sign on the apartment with Vanessa, which is what happens in the show. Right. And Daniela is getting ready to leave and she comes out and is like, bye, bye, which is, I think is kind of funny. She's uh-huh. like, where is everybody? And then she like screams out the address which is like a real address so i took out i took the opportunity (laughs) to map it Uh um she says her address for where the store is moving in or the salon is moving in the bronx is 3843 grand concourse Uh and from 181st street in washington heights it's 34 minutes on the train which i understand because you know, people were like, it's too far. They're walking to her salon now. Yeah. Like, that is a big difference. Yeah, that's such a... You have to pay to get on the subway. And you have to pay to come is back. Is there a transfer anywhere in there? I don't I don't actually know. But still, I was like, that's a lot longer than just, like, walking to the corner. And is, it, is it the train or is it the subway? Because... It's the subway. Okay. Because I know that when when we went one time and got on the Long Island Railroad, like, that was a massive That's an actual different, train. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I just wanted to add on that bit of info. And Daniela and Carla are mad nobody's saying goodbye, and so they go to find everybody, and they're just, like, like melted. They're, like, melted over their chairs and stuff because they're, I mean, it's 106 degrees. It's 106 degrees. degrees. Yeah. And then, so this is the beginning of Carnival de Barrio, which, to be honest, I always skip this song and i know that you say that it's like one of your favorite songs so you know the song a lot better than i do but the premise is that she gets everybody up and dancing instead of being sad 
that it's 106 degrees. And I was thinking as I was rewatching this, these people would definitely be having heat strokes. Yeah. They do not stop to hydrate at no, any don't. point during the no. song. It's a pretty long There's song. There's a pure aqua guy that brings them no refreshments. It's a pretty long song. He stays in a balcony. They're dancing pretty hard. Yeah. So that was just baffling to me. <laughs> they're they're on concrete. It's not shaded. And in the musical, they do get refreshments because Usnavi buys them all. I don't so remember it, this. It, doesn't he grab everybody a can or says something like that because he's just won ninety six thousand? Oh, uh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, if that's in the lyrics of the. It's not in the lyrics of of the oh, movie because they. I don't Nobody remember. has won the lottery at this point. No, I mean on the soundtrack, the Broadway soundtrack. Oh. Let's see. Okay, you look that up. Okay, you make your point. Because okay. I actually have it pulled up. Well, my my whole point was that they would definitely be having Oh, strokes. yeah, no. It's very hot. And then you had texted me, like, during, while you were watching, and you were like, Lin-Manuel Miranda says a lot of his original lines, and I'm like... Well, first of all, I was like, don't tell me anything I haven't gotten that far. But then I guess he says some of the lines that Usnavi says. Yeah, and I really don't know which ones they are, to be honest, because I don't... I I can ask where the library is in Spanish. <laughs> well, I don't listen to the song enough to even know. I would have, like, if you had just played that for me, I would have just been like, yeah, that's how the song goes. It's, it's the Spanish lines and... um. Okay, well, are you, you're still looking that up. I'm looking here, and I will tell you, Sunny grab everybody a soda pop. Okay. Yeah. That's not in, but soda pop is not, that will not hydrate them in 160 more, degrees. More than nothing does. <laughs> more true. than dancing. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so at the very end of the song, the power magically comes on. It's just like the second the song is done, turns on. In the daytime. Well, I guess it would make sense to come on in the daytime. Because. That would be when the power, what is it, Con Ed in New York? I don't know. So then the next scene is, <laughs> the next scene, uh, there's on-screen text that says 30, 30 days since blackout, 79 degrees, which sounds lovely. It's also in September and it's 79 degrees. Not or, September. It's not September yet. Oh, well, no, well, I guess it could it be. is. It could, it's, still, it's still a, a traditionally very, very hot, hot weekend, and it's 79 degrees. I think it's the evening, though. I just, I'm just <laughs> sitting here where it's, like, super hot here. Yeah. Wondering. Well, okay, so this was one of the things about time that I thought made more sense, because the show takes place over, like, a three... A day and a half, it feels like. Yeah, at most three days yeah. tops. And, I don't know, for 30 days to pass, this makes a little more sense because it's, like, in the show, in a matter of three days, like, Vanessa gets approved for the apartment, like, moves into the apartment, Usnavi decides he's flying out, and then he flies out, like, or he's gonna fly out the next day, and, like, all these things, these, like, major life events happen, and I'm like, eh, I think there's, like, paperwork that has to get processed and stuff. And also, if if they were at the club... (laughs) There was a blackout. Alabanza, not Alabanza, Abuela died. Abuela dies. They have a carnival. There's a lot of things happening. And it's, it's still like. 
the same yeah, day. <laughs> the same day. And then he buys a plane ticket, sells the thing, leaves town all in a day. Yeah. So, yeah. Before it, breakfast. They don't even have breakfast. No. But 30 days makes more sense. Benny, then we see Benny helping Nina pack to go back to school. And I wrote that Nina's hair is now braided to indicate time has passed. <laughs> If you don't know, that's a John Mulaney reference. If you do know, like, come do the podcast with us because you're our best friend. Um, so, so then they go out on the, I wrote patio, that's not what it's called, balcony. And fire escape. Yeah, yeah, but it is like kind of a yeah, it balcony. Is. It is. And I, I don't know why I wrote this, but the CGI didn't look good on my TV. It looked very CGI because. This is uh, the scene where they dance on the side of the building. Right. Um, the song is When the Sun Goes Down. One of my great questions that I have wondered is, are they going to reference Calling Card? The answer is, they do. Yes. However, Nina laughs. Right. When he says, I'm going to buy you a calling card, Nina goes, ha because calling cards are obsolete. Right. And she knows that. Because <laughs> she goes to Stanford. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Benny, I don't know, it's kind of weird, because in the show, this song happens during the blackout. Because, I mean, he says, I'm gonna buy, gonna buy you a flashlight, you're gonna need a candle. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's dark. So right. I, and, like, at the beginning of the song, Benny's like, Let's pretend it's 30 days ago. <laughs> Which I feel like was very, like, in in, uh, in the last Star Wars, and there was a thing just at the beginning, instead of explaining how things happen, they just go, somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that, that's kind of how they did this scene. They're like, let's, let's, it's 30 days ago yeah, now. <laughs> no, like, but he literally is like, let's pretend it's still the blackout. Like, that he says that, and then they... Because that's where the song fits into the show. Even though they weren't together in the blackout. Well, at the beginning of the blackout. Right. Okay, so then... Um, they're, dancing on the, they're dancing on the side of the building. And I know the whole thing is that they're, like, pretending... Like, there's lots of dreaming and pretending, but I'm still, I'm like, why are they dancing on the side of the building? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> uh, I don't either. And then Nina... Leaves to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Then we get to Usnavi packing up the apartment where he and he lived with Abuela. And he finds a little shell box on the windowsill. And it has some trinkets in it. And the only thing left. Yes. I don't know how he missed it. Plot. And this is, I'm just, this is just strictly for our mom. It reminded me of, I made my mom this little box and it is called it has like written on it like magic box uh-huh. and it's got like a little cat that cat. i've decoupaged uh-huh. on the top and it has like a button inside uh-huh. and just some like random little crap this reminded me of that <laughs> so. it reminded me in a weird way of and this is another for our mom thing the duck <laughs> you know the duck that splits in half for the key no there's there's Anyway. Yeah. Mom will know. Mom will know what Mom, I'm talking about. Mom, you know. About. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It's a silver duck. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. 
So, there's some little junk in there, and then he also finds the winning lottery ticket, which I guess he remembers the numbers. That was, that was annoying me, to be honest, because I was sitting there, I was like, are they, what was the point of 96,000 if she didn't win, if nobody won the lottery? Yeah, I don't really know. But on the ticket, it says Forrest Navi, so it's clearly for him. Uh-huh. And so he calls somebody on the phone, they don't show who or we don't really know who until like a couple scenes or the next next scene and he's opening the door to go wherever he just called because he said like are you still open and that's when Vanessa shows up with champagne for the song champagne and she tells him that she has moved to her new apartment but she has been uninspired since she's been there to um design clothes she says i haven't sewn anything trash Trash clothes clothes, yeah and my favorite 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 i think change of the whole show is in this song where instead of her saying like she's talking about the champagne Uh instead of saying i went downtown to get it Uh she says I went next door to get it. Which makes so much more sense because, because why wouldn't Washington Heights have a liquor it's store? It's like, it's a moe or yeah. a moet or however you say it, champagne. A I'm mo- sure moet. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the SNL where they, where, with Justin Timberlake, where he's like, Monica and Chandler's champagne. <laughs> but, like, they sell that at, like, Publix. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> I'm like, she literally have... could have got it at Usnavi's bodega, right. probably. Yeah, like I she... don't know what the wine laws are in New York, but I feel like they're lax. But she didn't. <laughs> she didn't go. She didn't have to go downtown no. to get that. And she lives downtown now too. Right. She could have just said, "I brought this with me." Yeah. Anyway, and I think in the show he's packing up the store. He's not packing up the apartment, is he? Because he, or, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Yeah. So during the song. I mean, I've talked, we talked before, I mostly talked about how I don't feel like she's, the actress who plays Vanessa is, like, a super strong singer, and, like, I noted that her voice was really unsteady and shaky in the song, but then I felt like it fit because of the emotion. Like, she was actually playing, like, playing the song, or not playing, she was singing the song with, like, the emotion that it, it fit for me. Right. Um... I, like, was, like, oh, her voice is really steady. I was, like, oh, but, like, that's how it should be. Like, she's not going to be, like, a really powerful singer in this, like, emotional moment. She's kind of upset. Right. And so then at the end of the song, like, she leaves. And then we see. And they kiss. Yeah. That's, like, the big. Right. She says, I'm just too late. And then they kiss. And the next scene is Usnavi meeting with the lawyer, which is who I assume that he called on the phone. Right. And he's meeting with him about getting Sonny a green card, and Sonny is there. And so that's what he's going to use the money, the 96000 because he has to pay the lawyer, and he says he's going to put the rest in a trust for Sonny, and he just hands him the lotto ticket as payment. And the lawyer's like, cool, thanks. Like, he doesn't... He, I mean, it's clear... I mean, he trusts him. It's clear him. he trusts Unavi. He trusts him. He, Unavi? Unavi. Unagi? <laughs> Unagi. <laughs> I still have friend's brain happening, apparently. Let's pivot back to this. Okay. Um, what? Okay. 
I just wanted to say pivot. Oh. Oh, is this what you did? We did we have a pin here? No, no. Where I said I said unagi. I was just getting us back on. Oh, track. okay. I thought I thought maybe I had to put a pin in something, and then we were taking the pin out. But what we I did say that, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so okay. Anyway, it'll come up. Yeah. So he hands him the lot of ticket, and he's like, "Cool, thanks." And I was like, "And on the ticket it says it was a dollar." So I was like, "I'm just gonna start handing out." <laughs> One dollar lotto tickets as payment for things over five hundred dollars. Like (laughs) (laughs) just old lotto tickets. (laughs) So at this point still, even though Vanessa showed up and Sonny's like gonna they're gonna try to do the process for Sonny to get a green card, Usnavi is still planning on leaving the next day. So Vanessa is, then we see Vanessa walking, and she's still in the Heights, the name of the show, and I I wrote a note, I was first confused, but then, like, two scenes later, she says, after I left the other night, I just was walking around for a while, so that's why, because I was like, why is she still there, Mm -hmm. but that, she explains later, and she walks past Graffiti Pete, who is spray painting something on the side of a building, and he accidentally uh, gets paint on her shoes. She's wearing white shoes, so I would be pretty mad. I would, too. And then she sees... Then he's like, grab one of those rags. You can wipe it off. And she looks at the rags, and it's just, like, all these spray-painted rags. And she picks it up, and that's, like, her light bulb. She has, like, this is art. Yes. That's it's like, the Goodwill hunting moment. That's her light bulb moment. And she's like, how much for this? And he's like nothing that's trash he's like you're crazy garbage lady (laughs) so she wants more trash and my name's graffiti pete and i think you're crazy yeah my first name is graffiti yeah yeah i guess it is (laughs) and then okay so that's her light bulb moment then then it's the next day when usanabi's supposed to leave and he finally takes down the pictures and the coaster that have been on the wall that he's been looking at the whole movie like he hasn't taken them down until the very last second and at the beginning of, it's so this weird, is that's usually the first thing that you take down, right? Like your treasured items, you yeah. don't want to like forget, right? So then we get the beginning of Bad, the apparently. finale song, and we see Usnavi talking to the kids. He's talking to the kids on the beach again, and this is the moment where you realize. I mean, I don't think I realized the, the first time through that this wasn't reality i mean i kind of had i was kind of like had a hint and was like a little confused i was like how is this going to turn out but like when they start singing in the background hydrants are open it pans out on the beach and you see everybody on the beach and they're like standing in a row so you're like "Hmm, i don't think they're like actually there yeah what's (laughs) happening here or are they calling him back that was my other thing is he having like are they somehow calling him back Mm. That, that's a good guess, but it's wrong. It was wrong. It was a wrong <laughs> guess. So, yeah. So, we see everybody behind him, and then you realize that it's, like, a dream kind of thing. A fantasy. Fantasy. I actually it's not wrote real fantasy. Life. So... It's just a fantasy. We're still in the finale song, because there's a little breakdown. And this is different... Which I wrote um, somewhere down here that 
So Vanessa comes out of the bodega, and why is she in the bodega, you ask? Well, she asks Usnavi, you wanted to see the world through my eyes, right? And she takes him in the store and covers his eyes, and then he opens them up, and he sees that she spent all night sewing clothes with the drop cloths that from Graffiti Pete, and I'm not going to lie, they're pretty tacky, the clothes. They're they're very um, original. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think um, exquisite would be. I think original was 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 good. Um, then we also see that Graffiti Pete has painted a mural on the wall, which is not tacky. Which is over at the at the very beginning I mentioned that there was a big map of the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. on the back of the wall and he's painted over that and the painting or the mural is of the beach that we see the whole movie Usnavi mm-hmm. talking on and Usnavi even goes that's my dad's beach and Graffiti Pete says that he painted it from memory from the pictures around the like the cash register and I'm like Graffiti Pete is the real artist, yeah. Vanessa. Which he is in the musical, <laughs> Graffiti Pete is the real artist. Yeah, so I was like... Vanessa steals Graffiti Pete's thunder. Yeah, yeah, he, she does. And then, this is when Sonny, Sonny says, I painted the green ca- crab in the corner. Which, again, the beginning of the movie, you see a little neon, like bright neon that green crab. That was a crab. pin from last episode. Yes, you see a little green crab crawling up the bar. And that is the little one that Sunny drew. It's in the corner. Foreshadowed. Yes. Now it's just shadowing because it's in the past. Sure. And <laughs> then Usnavi oh. looks up and sees, uh, like, along with the, with the mural, he's spray-painted Pacencia Fe. And that's when he says, there goes my flight. In the show, Vanessa's not here. No. Graffiti Pete has painted a portrait of Abuela on the grate. On the stuck grate to the... To the bodega. Right. And I don't remember who, how Usnavi gets there. Is he just walking by or... Yeah, he's just walking by. And he sees it. And he sees the picture of Abuela or the portrait. And then he says, there goes my flight. Yes. So none of this Vanessa's fashions, as it is called... Um, happens at all. And although I do like the, like, after that, when he says, there goes my flight, and then, like, the windows are all taped up because the store is empty, and he's, like, pulling down the paper, and each piece of paper that he pulls down, like, part of the store comes back. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of a cool scene. And then you see that the, um, but then you see the store is, like, half bodega, half Vanessa's fashions, which is a little weird. And, but then, like, a new, there's a new small part of it that's the tiki bar. And it has the mural behind them. And then you see, like, um, an aged Usnavi with a full goatee to indicate time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> or in some movies, that would be an evil Usnavi. His evil twin that's because true. he had a goatee. A full goatee. Yeah. And um, that's when you see him talking to the four kids that he's talking to on the beach the whole time. And... This was a little thing. Okay, so this is the tide stick. 
this is there's a little shot I didn't notice the first time I watched but the second time is before they get to Usnavi like finishing the story uh-huh. um sitting there they kind of take a couple of different shots around the bodega and there's little kind of trinkets from the rest of the movie so they show like they put they pan up the wall there's like um there's the empty bottle of champagne there's the bingo from when they play bingo and there's like the i think the shell box is there and um also the tide pin so it's like a hall of fame yes of the movie yes exactly (laughs) yes exactly and then we find out well i mean like they said it earlier, but we find out that the little girl who's, who calls him daddy <laughs> is, in fact, Usnavi and Vanessa's daughter. So this is clearly in the future now. And the very end of the movie, they all, or the kids are like, can we go out and play in the hydrants or yeah. the sprinklers or whatever? And so they run out, and, like, everybody's in the middle of the street, which is where the movie started. Yeah. And the hydrants are open, and the little girl runs up and, like, jumps in Usavi's arms. And then he puts his uh, newsboy hat on her. And then she turns to the camera, smiles, and that's the end of the movie. So there's a second in the heights coming. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I was like... So there's also, there's also the one, like... Okay, there's two cheesy lines in there. I mentioned last time the streets were made of music. Yes, yes. But then this one... The most cheesy, obvious reveal is the ask your mother, and then it pans to Vanessa yes. as if, like, it would pan to, like... It would be anybody else. Yeah. Vinny. <laughs> <Yeah. Many. laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what the sequel's about, how that happened. <laughs> hmm. Well, anyway, I was like, okay, I... Why? Because the little girl that they say, her name's Iris, and... But she's not really significant unless I'm unless there's a meaning or something that I just missed. She's the Tennessee State Flower. Okay, that was. That's like, the only thing I can think. I'm just sitting there like Iris is not a color. No, I'm just talking about her in general. Oh, her. Like, in why gen- is she, why is the last shot of the movie like her looking at the camera and smiling? Well, my thought is Lin Manuel Miranda had a lot to do. I mean, he wrote the musical, but I think he had a lot to do with the movie production too. Yeah. Yeah. Was it his child born around the time that they actually started production on this? Uh, so it this? would have been like, yeah. Because wasn't his, wasn't his child, child born... You mean the show? Like... Not the movie. No, the movie. Wasn't his child born like towards the end of Hamilton's run? His first... His I don't first know. Child. And that's my thought. Is that like... I think it's kind of random. I would maybe like to look up and see if there's like some meaning to that. Right. I feel like it's pretty random. Either way, cut to credits. However, if you didn't know this, now you know, there is a post-credit scene. Okay, so before we get to that, just wanted to say that this came out the day after Loki. Loki. (laughs) (laughs) And you texted me or you posted on Facebook or something and you were like, just to be clear, Loki or In the Heights post credit scene. Loki, no post credit scene. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. So, the post credit scene is, I think anybody watching it would be, just be just 
delighted that this is the post-credits scene. It's also a spoiler alert if you watch the credits because it's listed, you know, when they list the songs. Oh, That's how I knew what was coming is it actually listed. Got it. Well, it is, I think it's in the show is Paragua 2. Paragua Reprise. Reprise. I don't know why two. Like Paragua Return, two. Return, return of, of Paragua. I like that we both went to Return of. <laughs> yeah, why was I? You know what I'm thinking Could of? Strikes Back. I'm thinking of... Um, Mr. Softy Strikes Back. I'm thinking of uh, Town, where the songs, the epic, oh, yeah, they epic have, one, were, epic two, yeah, epic with three. with Roman numerals. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was getting that. Okay, so it's Piragua Reprise. Episode four. And... Um, I was glad that this was here because I think during the movie I was like, is that all we get of Lin-Manuel Miranda? Like, I thought it was like yeah. a big deal he's in the movie. I thought it was a big deal he's Paragua and guy. Christopher I'm like, Jackson. Yeah, and Christopher Jackson. And I was like, and they just, they, they only give him one song. And then, um, then, yeah, it's this, the scene. And, um, at the very end, he goes over... Lynn Manuel, aka P- Piraguero, yeah, goes over and he takes Mr. Softy at Piragua because this is a song during the blackout when his truck is broken down. Right. And he hands it to him. The look Chris Jackson gives him is like so funny. When I watched it again, I like laughed out loud. Like out I was like <laughs> like real <laughs> genuine laughter. And that's it. Yeah, which that that is clearly they stuck that one at the end because it that is, was a better ending for me. Because they're the original, that's the original musical yeah. cast who they could get, I guess, because, um, like Manny Gonzalez and Karen Olivo were busy, busy. on Broadway, even right. though Broadway was just down the street. Street, yeah. Well, I mean, they both. I mean, probably well, pretty hard to break away to do a movie, yes. even even like a short amount. Right. And I think Chris Jackson was maybe only doing... He was, like, doing some TV show. Yeah. Bull? Is that yeah. the name of the show? I was going to say Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull? No. Okay. That's an energy drink. Right. Well, anyway, that is the In the Heights movie. They, if you didn't listen to part one, you should go back and listen to that. And we also did... Just a reminder, we also did an episode about 96,000 in great detail. Uh-huh. It's probably longer than either of the two detail uh, ones on the entire... Yeah. Well, we just want to make sure we covered yeah. it all. <laughs> and so next time, we're going to do a little mini episode. So I'm not going to say what it is. So you just got to stay but tuned. It's following your theme. There's a theme. <laughs> and we will talk about it next time. So thanks for listening. And we will see you soon.